Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Power Half Hour Unstoppable Business Owner and I'm your host Dorothy Odell for this evening. I really, before we get started here, um, we have an amazing guest coming up, Chad Kennedy, who is going to be sharing his uh, next leg of his journey for uh, C2C for PTSD. But first of all, I just want to thank our sponsor for today's show, The Left Foot Coach, an innovative entrepreneurial venture partner that will take your income and self-expression to the next level. With this established five-pillar methodology, The Left Foot Coach can help you build a solid foundation for success and expand your full potential. As a venture growth coach, The Left Foot Coach is dedicated to partnering with you and your established business to help you grow your income and achieve your goals. Whether you're an entrepreneur or a professional looking to take your career to the next level, the Left Foot Coach can provide you with support, guidance, and resources you need to succeed. If you're ready to unlock your full potential and achieve your dreams, then schedule a free 30-minute consultation today. Trust me, as somebody who is as Use the Left Foot Coach. You definitely uh, want to give Christian a try. So go over to calendly.com backslash X-I-N left backslash 30 minute question mark month equals 2023-5. All right. Now I just want to bring Chad to the stage. Thank you so much, Chad. Where the heck are you at right now in your leg? I am uh, in Edmonston, New Brunswick. And uh, yeah. It's crazy, crazy to think that, uh, you know, last year, obviously the goal was to get all the way out to the East coast. Um, but we had a medical emergency and we had to get Rick back to British Columbia. Um, but to, to, for even to be on the second leg and already have walked two weeks from, from just outside of Quebec city to, um, actually physically we've already walked hundred kilometers into New Brunswick, but this has sort of been our base camp right. um, for the last, I don't know, seven or eight days. Um, but it's incredible. It's incredible. It's always incredible with you. And for, for those of you that didn't see the first episode, you, you really got to go to our YouTube channel, Unstoppable Overcomers, to see the first episode. Um, because Chad and I, it's like, Chad's like my brother. And so we just get going <laughs> and... Uh, so for those of you that missed it, why are you walking? Uh, why are you walking, first of all? Those are my well, first question. Okay. And that's a great question. And uh, easier than some of the other questions you've thrown at me. And um, so I, as I've gone along my journey last year, um, I, I've realized that I can be more honest with myself so I can be truly honest and open with everybody. Um, so I... I was one of the, the first six law enforcement officers to attend a, a bus rollover in Jasper National Park uh, back in 2020 with no help from fire and uh, EMS for like an hour and 22 minutes. Um, you know, two weeks after that event and not being able to talk about what I had experienced truly, um, yeah, I was, I, I had my suicide plan put together August 2nd of 2020 and I was going to die. And uh, during my drunken stupor, uh, you know, I decided to, to walk the country and I stuck with my plan. Um, you know, I, I, I threw it out there into the social media world um, and it's just become a part of my journey. Um, and, and thankfully, um, you know, thankfully I'm still here to share my story. Uh, and uh, 
yeah, the, the walking part was just sort of the, the focus on the campaign period is what saved my life. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't laying on the couch eating potato chips and cheeseburgers and, and riding the depressive train. I had something to focus on um, outside of therapy that kept my brain busy and, and sort of gave me a purpose. So now that walk is, has, you know, it's become a reality. Um, and and the, the promise that the campaign made, um, you know, initially we thought was an impossible um, mission, but was to just connect with one human being um, that's been kissed with post-traumatic stress or an OSI or a TBI and, and inspire them not to go down the suicide route. Um, and see that whole suicide thing for, for some, it's such a scary, horrible word when we're in a position like I was, or in a state of mind, a uh, deep, dark place. It's, it's a peaceful word. It's, you know, we can end things end the pain, um, but we don't ever think about the ripple effect that it has on our friends, family, loved ones, colleagues, etc. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we've had a lot of positive feedback and people who over the last uh, two years who have contacted us and said, Hey man, um, because of your campaign, uh, I'm still here and I'm getting help. Um, so it's, it, it's incredible. Uh, and words can't describe how good you can feel when somebody has, has made that choice end it or start over. Right. And thank you for sharing that because I don't think you actually shared that the first time mm -hmm. um, that you were on our show. I, you, you, you didn't tell me that you actually had a D-Day. And so thank you for being vulnerable enough to share that because there's somebody out there listening right now that's like in the same position that you were in. And they're like either ready to put the gun to their head or take the pop the pills or whatever they're mode is and thank you for sharing that because if um you know if you could do it then they can do it right and and right. that's the whole premise of why i started this because i never wanted people to feel alone in their circumstances and um wow you have got a lot you've done a lot of healing since last year brother that is I, amazing i have it's uh <laughs> and it, you know it's it's still a work in progress uh you know, even when I'm on the road, I, I've got my regularly scheduled psychology visits, um, virtually, obviously, but it's, you know, it just becomes a part of life. And um, some of my psychology appointments on the road are, are a, a 10 minute visit just to update my clinician um, because she she loves the journey. Um you know, and other times it's, I just need to puke all this shit out because these are the emotions right. um, and the demons that I still battle on the road. Uh, so, it, it, you know what, to me now, it's just regular maintenance. It's like going in and getting an oil change on your car. Um, and you really, you know, I, I really believe that August 2nd of 2020, um, you know, D-Day, if you want to call it, uh, the next day, truly, August 3rd, was the uh, the first day of my new life. And, yeah, it's, it's, it seems really crazy. And, and believe me, a, a guy like myself, all my friends 
in the past, no, I'm that beer drinking, rum sipping, cigarette smoking, cheese ball eating guy uh, that's all shits and giggles. <laughs> and and then your life switches to, um, you know, I'm out advocating and speaking truths about mental health and, and what those of us in the public safety world and the military slash veterans go through. Um, it's it's kind of cool. And, and to be open about it, and I feel better when I'm telling the full truth versus, oh, in my darkest hour. Well, that could mean anything. I mean... If you know me, if I get a paper cut, that is my darkest hour. So I, I'm out of commission with the paper cut or oh a man called. So yeah, to be to define what my darkest hour was. And I, I truly found that last year. I, I think it was oh geez. I wanna say it was maybe Sudbury. It might have been Thunder Bay where I used the term suicide. Um, but where I first used it on on camera in an interview was Sudbury, I believe, with CTB, where I used the word suicide. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to air that. They might bleep that out because suicide is a bad word like stigma. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so now I'm 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 comfortable with myself and sharing that um, and with everybody else. So to me, it's just a word. Um yes. Yeah. And it doesn't have to mean anything. It just means no. that in that moment that you're thinking of things, uh, other options. And all I ask is that if somebody is thinking of those options, that is permanent. So reach out to somebody, yeah. um, you know, whether that be the, the hotline or whether that be a friend, because sometimes just talking to a friend, a lot of us just want to be heard. Right. Yeah. Because in, in those dark moments, we have no idea and uh, suicide is permanent. So don't make a permanent so, uh, solution to a short-term um, short-term problem. And it doesn't feel like a short-term problem. I get it when you're going through there. Trust me, I've had depression. I've been in moments where I thought life would have been easier without me. So I get it. And I'm not making light of the situation that you're facing right now, but reach out to somebody it i i swear pick something as your focal point for me it was yeah. my pictures of my nephews that was my focal point and whenever i th had dark moments i would always either bring it to the forefront of my mind or if i had it uh, if i had it out then i just looked at that so find something that will bring you back um yes. to the present because in yes. I, I believe when you're in those dark moments, you're not in the present. You're you're thinking of the past. You're thinking of shit that's gone down. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chad. No, no, you're 100 percent right. And, it, you know, I, I, I truly believe now I, I'm not uh, uh, a religious person. Um, I'm spiritual. Um, I believe in paranormal weirdness and coolness because I love that stuff. But it, this. <laughs> This thing in our head is is uh, very demonic. Demonic, yeah, you know what I mean. It's a little demon in there, and uh, I agree with you. You cannot, um, you, you cannot carry on with that thing, doing what it's doing, which is pushing you to be alone right. in a quiet place to leave you with your thoughts. It it truly um, it wants to kill you, so that's where, you know, a focal point or learning, um, learning tools 
and and gaining the resources on how to just keep him in the back there. You, yeah, I gotta. I live with the dude. He is stuck in my head. He's never gonna pop out of there. Um, but when you get those tools in place and you can find the positives, um, and it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, um, but so worth it. So every now and then he pokes his head out and I just, uh, whatever, dude, I'm just going to push on with the positives. I'm going to process what shit you're feeding me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to replace that with, you know, it's usually three good thoughts or I grab that thought while I'm walking down the highway. And it's like, how can I turn this horrible thought into something positive? And believe me, you're going to find something positive with every story that goes through your brain. Absolutely. Uh, Another thing, trick or tool, if you will, that I've learned from my coaches and mentors and doctors um, that I've uh, been interviewing or had the pleasure to um, associate with, take 10 deep breaths. It actually uh, gets your, it, it trains your brain to like shut off for a minute and then start restart. Yeah. Uh, so taking 10 deep breaths is, cru- is critical. Uh, actually my friend, Dr. Janelle Royster, that's the first thing she said is like in the moment, just 10 deep breaths, stop what you're doing. Doesn't matter who's around you. Doesn't matter if you look like a damn fool. Doesn't matter. It yeah. is you right now it's survival and you need to take those 10 deep breaths. So it restarts everything, your nervous system and everything. Hell yeah. It's, and it's so easy. Why? Like, um, I can go back to training back in the military and, and through law enforcement and it's, it's really tactical breathing. You're just, okay. Calm your brain, get in tune with what is happening in the now. And yeah, it's, it's a restart. And obviously, you know, you're not always taking 10 long um, breaths in and breathing out, but it, it calms the situation. And I, I thought, well, shit, I was taught how to breathe. 32 years ago and now it's such a big play in in the mental health world um and it's a quick form of meditation yes you know and you can you can zone out in uh oh fuck i mean shit balls there i had to throw it yes for those of you Uh, that are you need to go back and watch the first episode. I swear it was amazing. He come up with shit balls. I come up with monkey balls. It was balls all around. <laughs> on the balls so, note, we're, we're just going to take a quick break here for our next sponsor of today's show. I just want to give out a shout out to uh, Bonnie Herb with Deterra Oils. Uh, did you know that Deterra essential oils can help support your body physically, mentally, and emotionally to help achieve your optimal health? Aromatherapy is a very powerful tool. And for more information, contact Bonnie today at 810-414-0929 or go to her website, beoilywithbonnie.com. So, okay. I'm going to ask you a hard question because I know we were, oh, no. we, uh, yeah. And if, if you want to pass on this, you can. Okay. Because oh, I didn't okay. talk to you before we hit record. Okay. Um, Trickster. I know, right? And but I want to. I want to meet you where you're at. So the other day in the news, there was um, another accident out that way. Uh, another yeah. bus accident uh, with 15 leaving 15 killed. And I know I saw your post on on social media, but did that bring up anything from your accident that yeah, you well, were involved in? Absolutely. Um, you know, 
Rick, it was actually uh, Rick, my safety dude, who uh, who told me about it um, last year around this time. Yeah, it was pretty close to this time. I actually picked my brother up um, at that same intersection. Um, he had flown in from way up north, mm-hmm. flew to Winnipeg. Anyways, that was our meeting spot so he could join us for a week. And I was like, holy shit. And uh, and then immediately my brain just goes to, um, I like I froze. I'm like, oh shit. Uh, and my heart right away went out to all the, the public safety professionals that, that had to attend. Um, obviously my, my deepest sympathies go to the families. Um, uh, yeah, words, words can't explain. And it's, it's something, uh, I, I, I just can't put myself in the family's shoes. Um, but it, it's heartbreaking. Uh, you know, and, and that post came right from the heart. It's like, man, people talk about it now. Don't wait for um, two or three days down the road when somebody's going to plan a a critical incident debrief because that could be too late. That, you know, that's the one thing I can relate to is, oh, people lollygagged from the time of our event to, oh, geez, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, so I'd already had started going down that dark path of I can't process anything that went on. Mm-hmm. Um, so huge. And then, you know, I, I had a few messages from people who had gone through the Humboldt um, tragedy uh, after this Manitoba one. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. It, it brings back a lot of horrible memories. Um, and all we can do is offer, you know, extend our hand out and say, hey, if, if all you need to do is puke out that stuff, I, I'm here to listen. And yeah. I can relate to the situation. I can't relate to the emotions you're going through because we all go through it differently. So it's not exactly. that I know what you're going through. I can relate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very sad. And I think we all deal with grief our own way, right? And and so what what might take me out, you're going to be like, oh shit, that's just like nothing, uh, and vice versa, right? And and um, yes, our hearts go out to the families of uh, of that tragedy. And um, really, if you're needing to talk, but just reach out to one of us, and we'll be gl- glad to listen. Um, and so yeah, I just. But see, that's part of your healing journey, right? You could you could hear that and still be okay. I can sympathize with them, but you're not taking that on, and that right. is that's the power of healing from uh, PTSD, and that's why you're walking C to C for PTSD because yeah. we want everybody to be healed. And actually, I don't know if you've seen the new hashtag I made, brother, in the last two months, and it's hashtag healed is sexy. So oh, I love it. I Are know, you going right? to make shirts? I want a shirt that says that. You know what? Maybe I should. Yeah, you should. Oh, Frank. Okay, there we go. Healing is sexy. Healed is sexy. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we came up with that on our show a couple months ago, and I, I just, it's true. Whether we all have baggage, we all have shit in our past. We all do, unless you've been living under a rock. And I believe, especially with, especially with the pandemic, we all have suffered from PTSD. That is a that is something that 
the world has brought together. Like, I don't care who you are. Um, and especially within our children, you know, I, I've, I've seen it within our own children. Um, and so that's one thing that we, as you know, that we have to really, um, take the time for you and heal yourself and anybody who's confident, like it, the more confident you are, the more sexy you are, the more attractive you are. And, um, you know, and it, to me, that's just what it was. So that's where we came up with healed is sexy. Actually, we were talking to a sex therapist and they came out. That is awesome. <laughs> Who's going to be on the show? And that's okay. Um. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. You, you, I had a, a cool encounter with a sex therapist and uh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Tell us uh, more. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> You want to hear about it real quick? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So in uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I was at the Sip Certain Cipher Conference in Ottawa um, and was a guest as, as a mental health champion. Um, and I was there with a couple other champions from across the country. And I, you know, one of those conversations at, at our table at the end of the day, having a pint and I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, Thank God my girlfriend follows me around everywhere I go. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, like this, this post-traumatic stress stuff has, has really ruined me. Um, My sex drive, uh, my ability to, to feel that closeness or, you know, it's just destroyed that part of me. And she says, Oh, I've got something for you to try. I'm like, what? So there was a name of a toy. And uh, she's like, you just got to be comfortable about putting that up your bum. And I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? She goes, well, I'm a sex therapist. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought this is what you did as, as a public safety professional. <laughs> well, I had to leave that line of work. And uh, yeah, so I got into this. I'm like, good on you. So, you know, I didn't try the toy. She didn't have it. But she, you know, she's kind enough to send me a link and saying, use this promo code you get 20% off I'm like you know I don't I'm just not there yet uh, and I'm always willing to try new things because I'm an adventurer um, unless it's jumping out of airplanes or bungee jumping or sticking things up my bum at the moment oh my so, God. but she <laughs> she tried helping and you know I I'm still connected with her on social media and <laughs> yeah she, but she's doing you know she through her journey with PTSD, it was it was the same thing, no sex drive. So she started experimenting and and researching stuff, and now she's able to help people with with that. So that's I mean that's a serious side of things, right. as I'm sure any sex therapist will tell you. Like they know their stuff. Well, and and you know, well, since you were open to share, you know, as a female, this never shuts off, and so sometimes when we're in our head. Our head and our vagina are connected. Yes, guys, they are connected. And so if this is going too too fast and too furious, I can't get intimate with my husband. There's just no, no. way. And and so and that's why, you know, it's 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 funny because I never had a sex therapist on the show. Then I had to come on the show and and learning all of this, right? And I'm thinking, I'm just weird. I'm thinking, you know, my husband's amazing, but why am I not? being able to get out of my head enough that I can 
uh, be present. And that was, that's a thing. Men, men have a box in their head with nothing in it. Women do not. And it takes a lot. It took a lot for me to understand. And that came from a male, a male coach, um, Drew Durency. He said, yeah, Dorothy, believe it or not, men have a box that has like, we can think of nothing. And I'm like, how is that possible? I really want to know. I, I don't know. Uh, I God made because, us this way. Uh, well, it's it's because when when guys are being guys, you know, our brains just fall out and they go downstairs and we, we start thinking with that other head. It's, I don't know, but I can, <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. And this is going to air. People this are going to be like, what is wrong with this guy? No, but this is awesome. This it is, is awesome. Sex, and this is, sex this talk is, with Chad and Dorothy. That's just great. This is what the world wants and needs. This is yeah. like, people need to realize that they're not alone in it. And whether, whether it's, not being able to be intimate with your partner or whether it's walking the country, all of Canada saying, Hey, I'm a here. I'm a stand for you. I believe in you. I've been through this shit and here I am today. If I can do it, you can do it. And um, you know, that's why we're, we're we talk about anything in between from the, from the serious to the shit balls to not yeah, being able to have balls. sex. This is what it is, yeah. but it's, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's uh, real life conversations. Yes. And, you know, when you, when I go and talk to people, um, we meet people. Yesterday was the Edmonton Fire Department that, uh, you know, we're, we're there with the chief, the deputy chief and, and um, the, the ranks below them. Um, and we just have a conversation about mental health and, Nobody's there judging. Nobody shakes their head and walks out of the room. It's just a conversation. Um, two days ago, we met two of our soldiers that were on their way back to Gagetown. You know, sure, they look like they're going to kick your ass kind of military guys. Nicest guys in the world. And you know what? The importance of mental health is worth being spoken about. And, and these guys were talking openly about mental health. So it's the way I say it, it, it kind of blows my mind is you and I having a conversation. That's all it is. It's two mm -hmm. friends catching up. We're talking about the realities of, of what human beings go through. Um, not everybody, but this is what we go through on our journey. And a stranger walks cross country as, as not only a veteran, but a, a public safety professional and I'm just starting conversations with with people or people stopping along the way just uh you know that thank you they don't need to speak anymore i know what that thank you means and i know what that big bear hug that emotional hug is and then they're on their way it's like what just happened yeah but then you you know folks like us um having this conversation we become, and now these are, are things of, that people have sent to me is, you know, thank you for being a voice for the voiceless or being a breath for the breathless. You got to process that sometimes. And I, I think because I started talking openly about stuff, I just expect everybody to be that open about it, yeah. but they cannot. Yeah. <clears throat> and for those men and women that can't speak about it yet, um, 
connect with us and we will, we, I know trained professionals that will get you to a point where you can even talk about it openly, whether it be with your spouse or somebody that you love or openly. Um, so trust me, I have an arsenal of, of doctors and trained professionals at my fingertips that are waiting to help. Um, and, and uh, I, you know, Chad, when you said the, the the breathless, I was just like, that took me back for a minute. I was just like, yes, that's why you're here. Like, right. Because for those people that decided to take the, um, the suicide route, um, you know, and if, if I'm not going to get into the what ifs because that will drive us crazy. But if we would have, if I would have talked about this maybe 10 years ago or after my uncle did commit suicide, how many more could have been helped? But I'm not going down that road. Uh, we're talking about the here and now. And, and that's why we're, we're talking for the people that are still here and we're talking for the people that are no longer here. Um, right. And to make sure that, you know, 136 people that die by suicide per day, whether that, that's civilian and um, military. So we're here to crunch that number down to nothing is my goal. Um, yeah. But um, and yours, too, I'm sure. And that's why we're here talking today, because you know, we believe in you. We believe that there's some a higher purpose other than ourselves and right. to help you. So did yeah. you end up starting that book? Cause I know you were. Yeah. Well, I, I, I did. Um, I, it's amazing. I, I'm not, I don't journal. Um, I just don't, I, I could make time for it. I just don't enjoy it. Doesn't work for me. But when I did start my book, um, when we got back from the first leg and I, the goal was my personal goal was wanting the, the first book complete and just call it chapter one of whatever I'm going to call it and be able to have copies on the road with us. And then, you know, reality set in and said, you know, I want to be able to finish walking the country and put it all together in one book or, you know, um, having a good friend that's going to help me, Kimberly Tent, um, such an amazing woman. Uh, you know, maybe she can break it down into two parts, but I really want to be able to say that we've done the country and the comparison with mental health programs, um, what works, what doesn't, who's got stuff in place, who doesn't, um, and what those, what those challenges are. So as I go along, when you, whatever platform you read, um my my writings on every morning on social media uh those are basically that's my journaling here's what happened yesterday here were the challenges so at the end of the walk i can really go back to everything and print that all off mm -hmm. and shoot it to kimberly and she can sort stuff out so there's oh shit i don't know how many pages i've typed already um on, on the laptop and just, okay, I'm going to put this on pause. So all the shit that pukes out on to typing every morning, mm -hmm. that is the real, like there's days where it's very emotional, days where it's very challenging, but I want to remember that. So it is a, a form of, of journaling, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, at some point, I would say early 2024, that book will be out there. I love that. And I have to say, I, I do journal and that's how I wrote my first book. But what I've, what I've realized is um, 
with my time crunches that I do have, I use my stream yard and I'll do like a recording. Like if something really happened, like dear diary, like, I don't know how many of those I have. Right. And it's just because I, as I'm walking, I walk everywhere just like you. I'm not walking the country, but I'm walking in my neighborhood. How about that? Or at yeah, work. That's and awesome. When I when I think of these things and something that's like really hit me, I'll do like a quick video so that I could go back later. And because I believe that there's going to be a documentary. <laughs> how how did the woman that had nothing and is from Windsor, Ontario, make it to where she's at today? Right. Uh, I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, and. Anyways, after we win, after we win our, our Nobel Peace Prize and everything like that, you know, for helping our military men. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? This, I'm just putting you it. You never in know. There. You never know. I I just I, I just know that there's I, I'm God told me to do it, so that's why I'm doing it. But there's that way. So, what would be your biggest? What is the biggest thing you've had to overcome, and since you started this journey? Yeah. That is a great question. The, you know, that is a, truly a great question. I think the biggest thing I've had to overcome um, and, and the, the biggest thing I have to recognize for myself is truly I have lost everything. Um, the, the best relationship of my life. Um, truly the, the only person I've ever really loved been in love with um i pushed her away um yeah not seeing my daughter and my grandkids for a couple of years so you know i i've accepted that has happened um i had to lose everything to gain everything and uh you know to some people that'll make sense um and i'm okay with it my um, my now ex obviously is, you know, she's in a good relationship. She's happy. Uh, that's what makes me happy. It's, it's not a jealousy thing. It's nothing. Um, I, I really, I think about her every day and the shit that she had to live with, uh, because of the shit I was living with, uh, no, it wasn't good for her. So yeah, losing everything to gain everything is probably the biggest hurdle. Um, I'm one of those people that when the right help was offered to me, therapy-wise, I put in 110%. It's it's like the walk. Um, I go out every day and I, I tell you, shit balls. Um, there are days I, I get up out of bed where I'm I've lacked sleep and I don't want to walk the highway. I'm exhausted. So I'll go out and I'll walk as far as I can. Um, and you know what? There's, if I don't make the daily goal because my, I listen to my body, um, then I call it quits for the day, but I will push myself to, to take that last few steps before I can say, you know what? I've done what I can do. So yeah, I'm still learning. It, it, like every day is still an obstacle and a challenge for me. Well, and kudos to you for acknowledging that, right? First part of half the problem with us is we have to acknowledge that there is a problem and, yeah. and to accept it. Uh, doesn't mean you have to like it. It means you have to accept it, not beat yourself up for it. Give yourself the grace 
uh, right? And and to okay, so tomorrow's another day, right? And and not be in and I think that's what a lot of people who suffer from depression and anxiety and PTSD is because they're living in the past and you can't do that. You have to, no. you have to look in the, you have to go forward. Right. And yeah. so I love that you, I love on one hand that you said, you know, um, the people that like your spouse and, and, and or your significant other, because I want to put a program together for our spouses. Um, whether that be for heroes, badges, and warriors, or civilians, it doesn't matter. I, I want to start with our, our heroes, badges, and warriors first, and work our way down to civilians. But I'm putting I'm putting something together uh, for our spouses because I think it's so important with yes. the divorce rate the way it is within our our military and our first responders. It's absolutely insane. Uh, I believe the last uh, thing I heard was 85 percent of all marriages end in divorce, and so. I really want to end that. Like, I really want to bring our, um, our families together and who knows, um, maybe past relationships. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not God. I don't like, I, I don't pretend to know everything. I just know that our spouses need help too. Um, yes. you know, uh, and that is from every veteran that I've talked to, it's like the spouses are the unsung heroes that, you know, that they're still with with their spouse. Um, but it is, they don't understand what you guys go through on the front lines and some, you know, they're so busy with the kids and, and things like that. And you don't understand the stresses they have with you being out and them not being able to reach you right. and things like that. And then once you transition from the veteran space into civilian world, that's even a whole other thing. They're used to you not being home. And now when you're home, now you're the king and, like, wait a minute, I had to be the queen for how many years? And now you just yeah. want to walk through that door and take everything that I built over the last 20 some odd years or however long it's been. And now here it is. So I want to help all of that, all of yeah. y'all. Uh, and so, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's a thing we could work with together. And after you're done your walk, and maybe that's something that we could build together. I don't know. All I know is that it's being, it's being built and, um, I believe it's truly necessary because we, I want to save marriages. I want to save, wow, save lives, save marriages. And okay. Bottom line is we all need therapy, but if, if, you know, like you said, even in the kit, even the kids are affected, let's just save families, right? Let's just, and whether, and I believe every family should go through some kind of therapy anyways. Yes, they should. So, Anyways, that's just my soapbox for a minute. Sorry, I didn't mean to get so I'm oh, so passionate about that. Is because great. yeah, I can tell it's and that's great. We need voices like you that are that passionate. How can we save the world? Well, yeah. baby steps. You baby start steps. with yes, you you start with one couple, and you know, and you you'll find you will find um, something that can help everybody and. Uh, to me, it's so important. So important. I look, you know, my dad has had complex PTSD for the last 20, 21 years, 22 years. And my mom is still with him. I, I don't know how the hell they stuck together because I've been around when, yeah, it's like, I'm just going to go outside and have a smoke and let you two do what you got to do. And, uh, but I, I think, oh my God, like you guys did it. And they still, you know, with them both being retired now, um, 
yeah, they both got to find hobbies at the opposite end of the house because we're not designed to be around each other 24 7. Mm-hmm. All right, now, if that offends anybody, that's just my opinion. I, I, <laughs> that's I, I, why COVID destroyed a lot of things for a lot of families, right? Right. Well, and you know, okay, so I, I totally get you with, because I used to be so embarrassed. I refused to bring anybody home when I was living with my parents. I absolutely, it was like, when I did, it was embarrassing as shit. And, but what I found out, like my parents were married for 47 years before my dad passed away. And I said to my parents, I said, you know, you guys are damn embarrassing when I bring anybody over. And they go, what are you talking about? I said, the way you two talk to each other. I like, you're like yelling and screaming at each other at the freaking coffee, t- at the dining table. She goes, that's just how we talk to each other. That's normal communication. If we didn't have that, we would think the other one was mad at each other. So sometimes when we're the outsider looking in, even in our own family, being the outsider, that's how they survive. Like that's how they th- they thrive through their marriage that's not to say marriage was easy because i mean 47 years that's a hell of a long time to be married to somebody um but that was just their style of communication so sometimes we don't have to get each each couple style of communication as long as it works for them uh and so as soon as my mom told me that i was like okay so it it clicked and i wasn't afraid to bring people home after that but seriously it was embarrassing i was just like oh my God. Yo, Martha passed the fucking potatoes. Whoa, what is that? Your mom's name is not Martha. I don't want to just no. assume. But yeah, no. I, you know, be like the old Archie Bunker days, right? Edith! Right? You know what? It's like... You just brought a memory to my mind. So my, my this is what I heard. My grandfather back in, when they, like, he had five kids. They had five kids. So my grandfather would take his fork, whip the fork down, and put it into the into the bread bowl and say, can you pass me my fork? Can you imagine living at that for a bun or a bread or whatever the hell it was that was in the basket? But that is how he communicated at the dinner table. Could you imagine? Oh. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to bring all the, the old school stuff back. And maybe. Right. Oh. Well, they were married for over 50 years, so hey. um, Entertaining. When we look back at it. (laughs) Yeah. Congrats. My parents are just going on. This will be their 52nd year. I I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, it's a heck of a long time. And so, you know, especially with that, that post, that PTSD demon there in their lives and mom stood beside them. Uh, I'm thinking, oh my God, how did you do that? But yeah, these these survivors. Because the, back then, that generation didn't give up on each other, and I, we right. need to bring that back, right? And yeah. trust me, I've been with my husband for six years. We've been married. It would be four years October that we've been married, and there are days that I'm just like, oh my gosh. But then, and him too. Like he'll say to me, like when he's had enough, he go, "I'm going to bed. I've had enough for today." We'll talk about it. Like, oh, we'll be back tomorrow. But and that's what he does. And I, at first, I was like really angry. I'm like, why are you walking away from me? I'm not finished. And and and. But then I realized, wait a minute. Instead of walking out the door permanently, that's his way of saying, okay, I've had enough for today. Yeah. We'll resume tomorrow. Life will be better. And you know, and and so yeah. And that's I think that's what we need to do. We not give yeah. up on each other. Just no. bring it back. 
Wow. Yeah. We've talked about everything in between today. That's awesome. So where's the next leg of your tr- trip? Uh, we, I, man, I wish I had the, believe me, it's no different than last year that the team is amazing. Our logistics person and Rick, the safety guy, uh, I'm kept in the dark. Most of the time it's like, just walk. Don't, so don't worry about anything. Yeah. I, I'm just told, okay, here's when we're packing up. Here's where we're moving to. Um, I want to say, geez, I want to say Fredericton is our next sort of base camp. Right. Um, and like I say, we're already, um, way east of our location here, walking wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll set up base camp in Edmond or in Fredericton backtrack, walk our way to Fredericton. Um, yeah, there, I, I know there's some pretty amazing events that are going to be planned with, uh, some of our veterans mm-hmm. and that's about all I know. Um, that's awesome. So where do you, obviously, if somebody wanted to donate to the cause, where's the, where's the best place for them to do that? Uh, well, yeah, I, I'd love to say GoFundMe, but GoFundMe likes to take their percentage. Um, and not to say we don't appreciate everybody who has helped us out on GoFundMe, mm-hmm. uh, but they can uh, e-transfer at chat.kennedy. Are you writing this down? I'm writing this down. Yes, okay. sir. Chad Kennedy at C2C for PTSD.com. So at C as in the ocean, mm-hmm. S-E-A-T-O-S-E-A-F-O-R-P-T-S-D.com. You want me to spell check that for you? Let me put it in the box here and you okay. can tell me if this is right going in the box like the empty box in my head because i'm a guy hey the guy told me that i gotta meet this guy i'll meet i'll connect you ptsd.com all right so let me i'm gonna put it in the private chat before okay. i make this public and then uh let me know if that's spelled right Oh, no, you got to take the U out of the four. F-O-R. F-O-R. Oh, I didn't listen correctly. Imagine that. I'll blame it on my hearing. I do have shitty hearing. Me too. The power of technology, folks. There we go. There we go. So now that that's right, I that will, is right. I will put it in the banner and I'll put it here because, like, really, there we go. Chad Kennedy at c 2 c for ptsdcom You can make your donations there. Um, for our U.S. friends, then just contact Chad, and you can check contact Chad on uh, um, social media. I know on LinkedIn, it's Chad. Isn't it Chad Kennedy? It's Chad Kennedy. It's just me. Yep. Just Chad Kennedy. So yeah, um, connect with Chad because um, we do have a 80 percent of our listeners are from the United States of America. Yeah, crazy. Well, you know, believe it or not, and and just uh, anybody that may feel uncomfortable, um, a lot of the folks that that follow the campaign or myself, you know, we're we're 
were tied into U.S. Marines, CIA guys, the FBI. Like to me, there's no division. There's no, no there's division, no, no division. Uh, it's it's funny because I have a guy out in California that's been following me for the last two years, and he goes, "I can't believe that you help U.S. veterans," and his mind is blown. And he's like, "And that's why he wants to work with me because eventually I'm bringing what I'm doing in U.S. to Canada, but I'm I'm fine tuning it in the U.S. and then I'll bring it to Canada." Because, yeah, oh, you know, um, it doesn't matter where it starts. The matter, the fact of it is people are being helped. People are, um, you know, and, and that's the thing. So if you're an American, contact either myself yeah. or Chad, and we will help you get it. If you want to definitely support CDC or PTSD, um, because this is an amazing organization. You've seen Chad. Chad is an awesome brother. Um, helps our our military our veterans our first responders helps anybody in need really um so we just thank you so much for coming on today sharing your sharing your time with us and as always it's a freaking pleasure to have you here oh it's always fun it's it's fun with you and uh you know i i i throw this out there to all the amazing people that um that have shows like yours it's a big thank you because you're helping get our voices out. Um, and even if it just resonates with one person, um, mission accomplished. So kudos to you. Keep up the great work with your show. And uh, thank you for making time to visit with us. Absolutely. I am going to make it out there. I don't know when. And I'm not going to promise a date, but I'm going to make, I have to, I have to, I've been saying this now since you started, I get that. Yes, I you really have. get that. That's and okay. I'm going, it's going to happen, whether it's by the time you're done, there's some things happening in my space. So I need to get that cleaned up uh, that we can travel the world. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I love that. Yes. And I just got to do one shout, one last shout out here. If anybody is in, had anything to do with the cancer space or been following my journey here. My dad um, passed away of cancer a year and a half ago, and we are doing a um, second annual Don Graham Memorial Classic. So it will be August 19th um, in Tilbury, Ontario. Uh, so if you're a golfer or if you um, are a business owner and want to help sponsor a whole or help sponsor the event, that would be great. And all the proceeds are going to the peer support group in Chatham, Kent, uh, Cancer Peer Cancer Support Group in Chatham Kent. Um, it's a great organization that helps others that are either patients, survivors, caregivers, you name it. We help them all. And so if you would like to be a part of that, contact me. Uh, and so, yeah, that's another thing I do. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I help everybody. That's my problem. <laughs> I have, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm the same. I want to just help everybody. And I think it's it's beautiful being a part of that community that just wants to help everybody. That's right. Yes. That's that right. So follow Chad on LinkedIn or Facebook. Hey, I even noticed you got TikTok going on, brother. That's amazing. Oh, right? I got the TikTok. This is <laughs> quick, funny story about that. I uh, So I, I started TikTok a couple of years ago. I'm like, great. There's two people to watch my videos. And so when I was out walking, like... When I, when I walk, so here's a little tidbit for you. When you walk, don't listen to these things in your ears. Like, don't, like, pack your phone with you because you want to do your little videos and pictures. Um, but process everything that's going on in your mind. Listen to what the vehicles are doing, what the birds are doing, 
Um, listen to your body. Very important. So you don't overdo anything. Um, so I, I was out walking. It was a Monday. And it was just one of those horrible, challenging days. Um, so I'm like, well, I got the TikTok. I'll make a little video because I can add music. And it just started becoming uh, a normal thing. Um, so what am I going through? How can I relate or how can people relate with me? You know, it's connecting. So, uh, I mean, TikTok, I've got about 240 fans now, which is is cool. Um, that's 240 more than I had, you know, a couple months ago. But then that platform, I'm able to copy, throw it on to, to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, if I feel it's Twitter appropriate. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a, that video journal. You know, what am I talking about now? I'll, I'll be walking down the highway. Boom, this is what's on my brain. Um, and yesterday, you know, it's just uh, posted a video about how somebody loves you. You're important in somebody's life. Your friends want to hang out with you. You're here another day. You know, you survived the week. Um, people need to be reminded that sometimes because they're having a really shitty day. Um, well, you know, I'm having a shitty day and I've got to remind myself. Yeah. The guy driving behind me loves me. My parents back home love me. There's people that want to meet us along the way and hang out. Like we are, we are important to somebody else and we have to remember that. So, yeah, the TikTok. And I figured it would help me get back into, you know, when we start doing um, social engagements along the walk again, where I've got to get up in front of people and, uh, you know, sort of work on my anxiety level. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, we were off. I did a couple big talks in front of a lot of people and I still hold on to the podium. I'm shaking. And, uh, <laughs> but you're doing uh, it. But I'm doing it. Uh, it's, it's way out of my comfort zone. Uh, and crazy enough, um, years ago, I was a DJ, like nightclub, country bar, may or may not have been a strip bar in there too, um, did DJing at weddings. Like I was always in in front of huge crowds with a microphone and doing a lot of public speaking through um, volunteer work I've done. And then after this post-traumatic stress stuff pops in it robbed me from that so getting in front of crowds uh is scary to me i don't sleep the night before and uh anyway so that's why the tiktok figured that would help me start taking my thoughts and putting into words properly so people understand uh but it's cool it's it's a tool and i have fun doing it it is fun. I find those videos that I do, I wanted to, because LinkedIn's professional and Facebook is Facebook. And I wanted, um, sometimes I share all over, but I wanted a platform where I could just be like silly and just do whatever. I like the dancing videos is what I like. And I use it. I use it. I'm not going to say numb out because I don't numb out. But when I've had a hectic week and I just really need something to like stop this, I, I'll listen to those to stupid TikTok videos or dancing videos or whatever. And it calms me right down. Yeah. And we, we got to use what we we use in order to get through that day. Right. And yeah, for, for me, that's that's just basically what how I use the platform. However, I've used it more for 
business purposes and stuff like that too. And I haven't quite got the stupid videos because I was in my head about, you know, well, what if I look like a fool? Well, now thanks to Dr. Janelle Royster and her uh, trip protocols that she did on me the other day, I just don't give a shit. So oh. watch out because there's going to be some funky stuff coming down. I'm, I'm excited. And see, there, there's another thing too, right? With uh, uh, We get to a point in our life where we're worried about what other people think about us. And I got to the point in my healing journey, I'm like, I really don't give a shit. It's either you like me or you don't like me. Um, you know, the, 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 the cyber bullies out there, the people that, that want to smear my... Keyboard heroes. That's all yeah, they key, are. Or, yeah, keyboard heroes or cowboys, whatever they are. Is, it's like, you know, you, you follow everything I do and you bash me for what I do and how I do it. I'm like, you you moron. You're obviously a fan if you're following everything I do. So if you don't like what I'm doing, get out of here. Unfollow. Unfollow. It's that or I'll block you. And um, but, what are those people doing in their homes? Like we're out here giving a voice to the voiceless. What are they doing? Nothing. Right? How can I be miserable and share it with the world? Okay. Uh yeah, it, it you know. They're going through their own challenges. Um, yeah. I, and no I think judgment just, to those keyboard warriors. No, <laughs> just, not at all. Just unfriend us. That's all we just ask. Un, just yeah, just, us. just don't like us and keep your thoughts to yourself. Um, it, yeah, I don't even know where I was going, but you know what? There's always going to be those people. There's always going to be the haters. And, and quite some time ago, I did a, a TikTok while I was walking in the mountains back home. Um, it's like, I'm not going to hate the haters, you know, they've got enough hate going on in their life. Um, but you've got to realize that those haters are also fans. So they just don't know how to expel their energy in a more positive manner. Um, or they could just be having a bad day when they taped it. Who knows? Yeah. We all have bad uh, days. Yes, we do. And be sending love and peace to you all. Yes. <laughs> With that friends. Thank you so much, Chad, for your time. Uh, hey, thank you. And for those of you that are going to be on the replay and things like that, tell us if you're live or or, or replay and definitely let us know where you're uh, tuning in from. We want to know how far this, this goes. And we're on Roku now. So um, look us up on Roku because this is going, this is going to go viral. I just know it. Viral. Yeah, it should. It will. It is. It will. It is. It is. I love all it. Right. Thanks, friends. Uh, be unstoppable in all that you do. And remember, same time, same channel next week. Bye for now.